the podcast with everything paranormal. It's the 222 Paranormal Podcast. I'm your host, Jen Shortridge, and her wacky brother, Joe Shortridge. Hello. Welcome to the show. Jen, are you wore out yet? I am revigorated. As we sit here and look around the room, <laughs> we are the last people to pack up again. Yes, of course. We're always the last, <laughs> but the last shall be first, right? Yes. We have a very, very special guest with us today. From the Wisconsin Caps, which is Cryptids Anomalies Paranormal Society. Hey. It is Barnaby. Welcome to the show. Hey, how's it going, guys? Great, great. Tell us a little bit about your group. What's going on in Wisconsin? <laughs> <laughs> well, so uh, Cryptids Anomalies and the Paranormal Society is a group of, uh, there's about 10 of us on the team, and each one of us focuses on a certain area of paranormal, fairies, UFOs, Bigfoot, cryptids, mm-hmm. etc. And then when we go out to investigate these separate things, when the members of the team come out as a team, we all mm-hmm. know more about it and can uh, work better together because we don't all have to focus on everything. Okay. You know, each one of us has our own area that works together. So helps out a lot being able to no more yeah sure now what <laughs> broadens your horizons exactly yep. Yep. um what what sparked your interest in the paranormal did you have something that happened maybe early on in your childhood that gave you this quest to start the, are you the founder of the group i i am the okay. founder yep yeah all right I've always been interested in paranormal and stuff. Uh, mm-hmm. Early in like middle school and stuff, I used to do paranormal investigations and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but nothing too serious. I always was more interested in like uh, the chupacabra. Okay. I, I really like that. Yeah, yeah. We love that word. I don't know why, I just do. Is it the word of the day? Yeah. <laughs> yes. I, I actually did a research paper in uh, middle school on the chupacabra when it was big, you know, all the, the, the sightings and everything. And I always wanted to get more into that stuff, and I thought, you know, well, Bigfoot's probably the most likely, but I, I don't have, you know, time and money to drive out and look for it. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, we ended up going up to the Hyden Adventure in Upper Michigan. It's a, a guy's property, He uh, Craig Salk. He had a trail cam picture that he sent into Finding Bigfoot, okay. and they came out, investigated, People wanted to see the picture, see the property. He created this uh, place for people to go and uh, see the evidence, all the evidence since then, all the stuff that goes on his property, gives you a tour of it. And we went up there uh, 4th of July in 2019 and got the tour, and he, he put me on to Linda Godfrey. Okay. And uh, obviously I knew about Beast of Bray Road and all that stuff, mm-hmm. and I started reading more of her books and that, which led me down into Burlington, Wisconsin, and the enchanted forest or haunted forest. <laughs> we do that all the time. I, I gesture too much, right? hit microphones. <laughs> um, and uh, that kind of, we went down there and had pretty much my first Bigfoot experience. We're parked in the parking lot mm-hmm. and uh, it's this little like walking trail woods. And I had a big can flashlight that plugged into our cigarette lighter. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'm scanning along the, the ridge of this woods and something. Like, there's a branch that kind of popped up. Really? Like, something had been leaning on it, looking out at us, and we're hearing branches crack and stuff Mm -hmm. in the woods. And I thought, there's something in there. Yeah. And it kind of creeped me out, me and my my friend that did uh, paranormal investigations, Derek. And a couple weeks later, we're like, oh, we got to go back and investigate this. So we started a little group of people that, all right, we're going to go do this, and it just kind of snowballed from there. Oh, good. So that's That's what what started it all. Yeah. (laughs) 
And the rest is history. Yeah. The rest yep. is history. And as you dig deeper and deeper, and I know seeing that your team is made up of different type of investigators, mm-hmm. have you noticed how many different rabbit holes you've been going down <laughs> since then? Oh, yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. One thing just leads to another and yeah. another and another. I mean, just, just in that Burlington Woods, we had paranormal. It's a, a shamanic burial ground. So we have paranormal. We have elves and fairies that we've communicated with in there. There's Bigfoot. We went back and uh, we had um, things thrown at us. We heard whistling, a huge branch crack in the woods. We we believe we got one on a thermal imager, like okay. peeking around a tree at us. We were growled at. I mean, we didn't just go back the one time. We, yeah. we, we did a whole, our first episode, we do a YouTube show. And on the YouTube show, our first episode was the Burlington Woods. Okay. And all the stuff that we did in there, we have the thermal imager in there. We have, you know, the we found a, a, a about a nine inch by four inch bare human foot. Okay. And it was in the same spot where a couple uh, weeks earlier uh-huh. that branch had been popped up. Oh, interesting. And there's, I mean, this is at the edge of town. Mm-hmm. It's a woods with a cornfield behind it. There's no reason why somebody, and it's it's not easy terrain to walk through there. I mean, like, there's no reason why somebody should be walking around in their barefoot. And it wasn't, like, by the trail, either, that you walk in. What time so, of year was that? That would have been in August of 2019. Okay. Yeah. So still warm out, yep. still light out until later mm-hmm. in the day. And we were there probably the very first time, I want to say it was, like, 11, 10, 11 o'clock at night. Uh, we drove down there, and we got a late start. And uh, by the time we finally got to the woods, found where it was and stuff, we just pulled in the parking lot. We didn't want to go in the woods because... We didn't know what was in yeah. there, yeah. you know. You don't want to enter it. We didn't know there was trails. Yeah. So then when we went back as a whole team, then we found trails. And, okay. and ever since then, it's, you know, been on. But And has there been any historic sightings there? Or I want to say historic, but a history of sightings, any type of activity in there, like, or was this just something you came across with your own experience. So I found out about this in uh, Linda Godfrey's book. She talks a little bit about it. And she talks about Mary Sutherland. Mm -hmm. And Mary Sutherland literally wrote a book on haunted Burlington, Wisconsin. She used to have a a sci-fi cafe down there. So as part of this whole investigation, she used to give tours of the haunted woods. Okay. So we got in contact with her. She met us out there with a, a group of people. We went on one of these tours with her. Um, that's all in our episode too, and and we go in and, and she tells us you know more about the woods and okay. and the things that have happened there. She had a, a Bigfoot sighting there. They were uh, picking either turtles or turtle eggs, eggs, yeah, okay. turtle eggs, and uh, at the creek. And she saw the mother and the the young one picking turtles. Okay. And she walked up past it and she got bluff charged by the male. Wow. Really? Yeah. And that's why I was like, well, there's Bigfoot in there. You know, I'm going to, I'm going to go check it out. And uh, and ever since then we've, we've gone all over. We were just down in Kentucky and Tennessee. Last weekend we were up in Minnesota and we do uh, upper Michigan at the Hayden adventure and uh, all over Wisconsin so far. So you're all over the place. Yeah. So what is your opinion of Bigfoot? I mean, flesh and blood, ethereal, interdimensional. um, Are they, Aliens that dropped a, dropped them off here to get them off their planet is I mean what is your opinion What do you think Personally, I gotta go with what I've experienced. Mm-hmm. I don't discredit a lot of that other stuff. Yeah, but based on my own personal 
experience with these things. They're they're flesh and blood. Yeah. They leave footprints. They got to eat. They make noise. They're here. Mm-hmm. They exist. Yeah. Um, I have not personally experienced the the mind speak or the the other stuff that goes with it. So mm-hmm. I can't say that you know they're anything mm-hmm. other than what they are. Yeah. I would say that they're you know a, a relic hominid or something that that still existed. You know, came over on the land bridge or whatever mm-hmm. and just. You know, all over all over the world, they're just a another species of human or, or race yeah. of human ish. Yeah, and I I've always thought that they had extremely long metabolism for life, to where they would live maybe hundred years. I don't know, mm-hmm. or even well, where we we live almost a hundred years. Yeah. But I mean, I'm thinking maybe they live so long, maybe three or four hundred years. Who knows? And that's why we don't see millions and millions of them. Because they grow so so long and they're, they're slow. yeah, and maybe they don't rep- reproduce as much as that. You know, I mean, I remember listening to Ken Gerhardt's speech one time. He was saying how he thinks that there's probably a thousand in the world, and to maintain that species, they would have to live for a long, long time. Hmm. You know, I mean, what what do you think about that? Like, well, I would I would think that. That's probably pretty accurate. You know, mm-hmm. like a lot of people say, you know, where's the bodies and stuff? Yeah. Well, you think if they have a lifespan the same as any even typical human, like 50, 60 years, say, you're only going to have maybe one die a year. Yeah. And to find that one body or mm-hmm. something, you know, that that's one side of this. And I had another point for your, your oh, thing. Oh, okay. <laughs> I lost it. Um, but even with the bodies, it's, we know that, if a deer or an animal dies in the woods, even their bones disappear fast. Yeah. There's you know, porcupine that eat bone. There's, you know, like, I don't know about worms, but there's insects that actually bone. People yeah. don't realize that. And how many times have we found a gorilla um, skeleton? Right. Or a bear even. Very rare. Or, yeah, even a bear. Mm-hmm. We've had uh, skeletons of deer and stuff up at the Hayden Adventure. We do a lot of research up there. Mm-hmm. And you'll go in one week, and there's part of a skeleton, and the next week it's completely gone. Yeah. Either it's eaten or it's carried off or right. something, you know, buried, mm-hmm. what what have you, you know. You know, and how do we know that they're not intelligent enough, which they seem like they are, that they know that this this member of their family has passed, and do they bury them? You know, we don't know. That's a very big possibility. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you look at the human... Or the emotions of, like, elephants. They grieve their dead. They go to one place to, you know, get elephant graveyard. So what's to say something that highly intelligent wouldn't have some sort of ritual or practice for something that passes away, right? Mm-hmm. You look at, like, the, you know, whenever somebody does say that they've shot him or something, you know, and, and these things all come together and attack the cabin, per yeah. se, you yeah. know, or they, they run the person out of the woods. So obviously they have this, this family mentality of protect your own and everything and, and you know, take care of them. So yeah. obviously if one of them dies or they're sick, they're not just going to nope, fend for yourself. You yeah. Know? Right. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. It's, it's very interesting. I, you know, I'm of the, the belief that they are a flesh and blood creature, mm-hmm. right? And it's just a subset that has been either protected, like the government most likely knows about them. They don't want that information out because 
it could cause a public panic, mm -hmm. just like UFOs. Like mm -hmm. releasing proof and evidence could cause the world <laughs> war of the worlds again, right? Yeah. Now, have you ever heard of the um, incident on Mount St. Helens when Mount St. Helens erupted and they had, the army came in to, you know, all the they called them the family of the, was it wild people or hairy people that lived on the mountain? Hairy men. Hairy men. Mm -hmm. um, so, you know, I, I think there's a lot that maybe the government doesn't want us to know about. Well, I think... And, oh, sorry. go ahead. Um, <laughs> sorry. I think um, with, I with the... The government knowing and stuff, you know, you have you have a lot of things to look at. Well, first of all, you know, if they come out and say that Bigfoot's real and stuff, look what happened with the UFO paper that just came out. Yeah. Mm -hmm. How many people have even heard about that? Yeah. You know, um, seven-page document that says, well, yep, UFOs are real. We don't know what they are or whatever. And everyone's just like, ah, whatever. Yeah. And then if they do come out and say that, people are, oh, it's just, it's fake news. It's not mm -hmm. real. You know, yeah. it's you're just kidding. You know, there's no such thing as Bigfoot. And then if they do come out and say that, you have all these industries that are going to be affected by that. Yeah. Yeah. You have your logging industry that's going to get shut down because you're going to have to have a protected species that they're not going to want out there. You're going to have all the people that go hiking um, that are now going to be worried about something out there. All the missing 411 people saying, well, you knew about this the whole time. Where's, right. my, where's my mom, my brother, whatever. Yeah. Um, you're going to have the people that are the vigilante that go, oh, they're out there? Well, I want one on my wall. Yeah. That's and they're going to go out there and attack them. So you have all these industries that are paying the government, you know, just like anything else that say, you keep this quiet so we don't have to deal with it. And the government says, well, I guess we can't do anything. You know, we'll just pretend it didn't happen, mm -hmm. you know. There was some report um, somewhere that it came across that, and it might have been in Washington or, or you know, one of those northwestern states that in the um, police officers training and handbook, or it could have been the state highway patrol, that how to deal with if one gets hit on the highway. So, like, oh, know you know, that. like, they're recognizing this, right? Mm -hmm. But they're telling people don't talk about it. Did you see the the new season of Expedition Bigfoot? I haven't. Oh, the I, I had to cut cable because I'm I'm on a budget. <laughs> Spoiler: the the one uh, Bryce, the main guy on there, is at a gas station, and the guy comes up to him and says, "Hey, you're Bryce, right? Yeah. Are you, you're looking for Bigfoot? Yeah. Well, I'm ex-military, and when we were training out in Washington, our commander came out and said, just so you know, Bigfoot's real. Uh -huh. He's oh in God. the mountains." And don't, you know, if you see one, leave it alone, get the hell out of there, you know. And, wow, that's you know, incredible. So they, they ended up going to Washington to look for it. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, I would. Yeah. But, you know, we so, got a show to do. Yeah, <laughs> you got all these military people that have, you know, yeah. like you were talking about the Mount St. Helens stuff, mm -hmm. the people yeah. that came forward on that that said, well, yeah. we had bodies, we had to take them out, you know, after yeah. the eruption. Yeah. And whether that's true or not, whether this guy's true, but you have a lot of people that say, you know, Bigfoot's real, and, we know about it, you know. And for some of them, people to come out and say that that we're not really believers of that they were just there to do a job and all of a sudden they see this i look at it as how are all these people going to get together and say let's make this story up let's do this when they didn't talk to each other you know you had people from like the pilots or the military people or even the people that worked at the oil or not the oil right the uh, volcano areas and that and people that were camping saw this you know, I've, I've heard stories of a person that was camping up there and he saw a pile of these bodies and he was sh shunned out of there and then 
30 years later or whatever, he, he talked about it. You know, and, and they, there's too much correlation in their stories to be a made-up story. Have you? Do you think that these um, travel shows, paranormal shows, Bigfoot shows, help or hurt in the um, true, like, people who want to research these cryptids and creatures and, and ghosts? I think it depends which ones you watch. Um, I'm a really big fan of... Um, Expedition Bigfoot, I like the science in it and, yeah. and that stuff, but that's me. I research. You know, uh, I grew up watching Monster Quest yeah. and uh, Expedition, you know, whatever, Josh Gates, yeah. whatever, yeah. Destination yeah. Truth. He's got like 50 shows. Yeah, <laughs> I was trying to think the first one. Um, but I grew up watching those and that got me into it. And now looking back at it, I'm like, this is all regurgitated information. Yeah. yeah. This is all layman stuff that anybody on the street knows. You're not giving me anything new. You're not telling me anything new. Mm-hmm. I think it gets people an interest in it, but I don't think it takes it to the next level where people can learn anything from it. Yeah. Um, you know, and I, I listen to Cliff and Bobo's podcast all the time and that, and they talk about their show and how, you know, the, they find stuff like, oh, look, a footprint, you know, it's yeah. right here. And, and the TV show's like, nah, we don't care. Yeah. Let's, let's that. go, le- let's go yell into the woods some more. Oh, yeah. you know, but there's a footprint right here. <laughs> yeah. Nah, that's we not TV. follow yeah. that footprint. Yep. We could find Bigfoot and they're like, nah, nah. Nah, that doesn't so. get ratings. Right. Because there's no suspense for the next episode. Right. Yep. And we know a lot of those guys that are in a lot of these shows, and they'll they'll admit to, yeah, it's it's TV, it's entertainment. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, they take it serious, mm-hmm. you know, as investigators and all that. But those shows, you know, it's... It's still a show, right? Yeah. Like I think it, it think takes a lot three of the, weeks to do one episode. And, you know? and they'll say we have to wear the same outfit for three yep. weeks in a row, so yep. it looks like it's one continuous Continuity day. And, <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think they're all professionals. You know, like yeah. the ghost hunters and the the bigfooters and all that. They're all professionals. That's why they got on the show. Yeah. But then they have to make a TV show. Right. Mm-hmm. So it, yeah. you know, you can go out and and find Bigfoot, and then the TV goes, mm, we didn't find anything, and this is what we're going to show. Yeah. So it, it all depends on what they want to put out as their product. And, and the people on the show always get the, the ridicule and stuff of, well, you didn't find nothing. Well, we did, you know, but they didn't think it was worth yeah. putting on the show and they edited it out. I've heard that oh. from a lot of those guys. They're like, we don't even know what the show is going to look like yeah. until mm-hmm. we see it. Mm-hmm. And when sometimes when they see it, they're like, wait a minute, this is so edited. It's nothing like the, what it happened. Yeah. I mean, you know from doing ghost hunts and that, we'd sit in a building in the dark. For nine hours. For nine hours, yep. waiting for one little thing. Well, it's even like our show. Our YouTube show is about 45 minutes to an hour. Uh-huh. And that's what you see. We were talking about the Burlington episode and that. Burlington was two months of investigating uh-huh. in a 45-minute episode now. Yeah. And people yeah. are like, well, look at all the stuff you found. You went out there. Yeah, I went out there every weekend <laughs> for two three months and got three things that were really cool that i put in the episode oh you got stuff every time that's all fake no yeah Yeah. i tell i say to those people go do the go do the work yeah go 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 out there and you you see see what you find (laughs) yeah the investigating's easy it's the editing and the review that is like the pain in the took Mm -hmm. us right (laughs) you're you're out there for eight hours with Eight cameras, right? Mm-hmm. Four or five recorders. audio recorders. Yep. <laughs> and that, that's like a half a year of just trying to go through that yep. bit by bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 
it's not as easy as people think. Like you're no. just going to go out and something's going to happen every time. Mm-hmm. It's going to happen like that. You still got to go back and find it on the tape, though, too. Yeah, that's yeah. true. <laughs> we heard the best EVP ever. It was right there. Yeah, where was it on the tape? Well, I don't know. Oh, now yeah. we got to listen to we eight hours of audio. Stamp yeah. it, right? Yeah. <laughs> and then go back and oh, wait, what? What I hear? Wait, no. Oh, yeah. yeah. That was Joe's stomach grumbling, yeah. right? Yeah. I'll say that. I'll be yep. like, oh, that, that's why I don't eat before an investigation. Yeah. You know? But like, <laughs> when you're out and about, uh, what do you think of like the grunts, the wood knocks? Like Jen whoops said, the, the whoops, cheeky chatter. What do you think all that is? I think it's communication for them. Okay. You know, like they're like the wood knocks and stuff is like, hey, I'm over here, or, hey, I'm over there. You know, and they're they're trying to communicate their location because they can't, you know, holler to, hey, I'm over here, or whatever. Yeah. That's their their signaling as far as like the wood knock is, I'm over here, I'm over there, or hey, I see one person or something. You know, mm-hmm. that it's their coordination. They're like we said, a family group or something. So they're they're trying to keep tabs on everyone or hunting strategy as well, too. Yeah, that so. could be. I've always thought that, like, the wood knocks, I always see people go out there, and it's the first thing you do is they bang on trees. And I'm thinking, how do you know that's not their warning telling you, you better get out of my area, mm-hmm. you know? And you're over there banging, and then you're expecting them to come to you, and you're telling them, hey, I'm a primate or I'm a leader get out of my area and sometimes i'm thinking what if they charge you what if they think that they're the dominant person in that area and they want to charge you because you're making them mad you know know how you fix that you carry a camera yeah yeah because they never are (laughs) they'll never come then you walk out there with a camera and you start banging and whooping and stuff they'll never come by you're safe you don't need a gun in the woods you don't need nothing just bring a camera leave it running that's what we always say when we <laughs> tell people. When you go to paranormal investigation, when you open your car door, hit record. Yep. Because yeah. that's when all the stuff happens. Yep. Yeah. When you're setting up. Yeah. Right? yeah. I tell you, we went to conventions. We walked in the door and there's stuff happening at 9 o'clock yeah. in the morning, right? Mm-hmm. We're in haunted location. They, they don't care. Mm-hmm. They yeah. don't know what time it is. Mm-hmm. You know? They're good. Like, hey, we're here. Yeah. I'm a ghost. I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> No, mm-hmm. but tell yeah. you know if anybody wanted to get a hold of your group or, or check out uh, your YouTube channel, where where can they go? Uh, WisconsinCaps.com, and that has links to everything. We have Instagram, YouTube, Twitter, Facebook. It's some sort of combination of WI Caps, C A P S, or Wisconsin spelled out Caps. Uh, if you search that on any platform, you'll probably find us one way or another. Yeah. It was just whichever name was available. You mentioned about <laughs> how your group communicates with the elementals. How do they go about doing that? Oh, ah, man. we actually, uh, we had a EMF meter. Okay. The Just the black one with the five lights at the top, mm-hmm. typical one. And uh, we went out into the Burlington Woods, and it started lighting up. Okay. And I said, okay, is something here with us? Yes. You know, it answered. I explained, okay, make it light up for yes. You know, don't light it up for no. Mm-hmm. And this thing introduced itself as... Uh, a fairy a fairy okay um in in the woods and um it it said it was one of the guardians of the forest it said we were okay to be there you know and we had this whole like five minute conversation with this creature that you know whatever it was but it it said you know i'm i'm a fairy you know oh, and that's interesting yeah i've never had that anywhere else and 
Mary told us that there was two big trees in there, mm-hmm. and they were the guardian trees. Oh. I mean, they're big, like three feet around, maybe okay. big trees. And uh, last year in November, one of the trees, the male guardian tree, because there was a male and a female. Yeah. The male one fell over. Okay. Don't know why. Yeah. It wasn't really dead, yeah. you know, but I don't know if it got hit or something, you know, with lightning, but it fell over. Ever since then, the whole atmosphere in the woods has changed. Really? The whole, like, enchanted aspect of it is, uh-huh. like, gone. Oh. It, it, it just so feels weird. like a normal woods now. We haven't had any other weird stuff happen in there since. Wow. Um, we haven't been back for quite a while just because of that, because yeah. it's like whatever took that tree out, everything's just gone now. Hmm. And it, it it's night and day going in there because, you know, like we said, when you, you go in during the day, it's enchanted and, and like, fairy and, <laughs> and happy and warm and welcome. And then at night, it gets creepy, oh. like paranormal and Bigfoot and, and just... So scary yeah and then now all of a sudden there's nothing huh. like you can walk through there and feel nothing wow it's just walking through a hike through the woods yeah, so. that's that's really odd because everything i've ever heard about the fair faith fork faith fork the faith folk is that if you interact with them you have a very good possibility you're not going to come back mm-hmm. you know they take you into the realm or whatever and it's enlightening for me to hear the story about being, you know, welcoming. Mm-hmm. We uh, we were told to bring uh, like a tribute. Okay. Oh, so okay. we bring. She would. Uh, she brought like strings of beads, and uh-huh. we hung those in on the tour when we were there. Okay. Um, we always gifted M and M's when we came. Okay. There was two different areas of the woods that we were supposed to to, to pay tribute at, and we always did whenever we went in. And um, it was an interesting, you know, like the you said you don't come back. So there's. Yeah. If you know anything about like the fairy, there's two courts. There's the Seely and the Unseely court. And what happened is, I, I believe like in, in fairy lore, there was the king and he had two wives. Okay. And one of them was from the, the solstice to the solstice. So okay. spring, summer, and okay. then winter, fall. And the Unseely court is the win, uh, fall, winter, and the Seely is spring, summer. They're all the, the nice, happy fairies. And okay. then the, the uh, Unseely doesn't like people. Okay. So when we went in there, we purposely went in like on the solstice and because uh, they're more active in that. So in November, it was the unseely court, the unfriendly court. Okay. And we had a trail cam in there that we had placed a couple weeks before. And we were going back into it to retrieve this and we had somewhere else that we had to go. So we ran in there real quick. We didn't tribute M&Ms, hmm. went straight in to get this trail cam. There's three of us. I walked in and I've been in these woods a lot at this point. And... Um, it's, it's pretty easy. The road's over here. You know, you can see the lights. You can see the cornfield and stuff with the cars and that. And it's it's fall. It was November. So you can see through the woods. Yeah. I walked straight in to get the trail camera, turned off the trail, aimed right at the trail camera, ended up back on the same trail I started on. Oh, really? Wow. Okay. Yeah. So then, huh. then I went back in, found the trail camera, Got it, took it out. We went back to the car. We started packing up our gear. I carry a handheld thermal imager at the time. Okay. And it was gone. Oh. So I'm like, all right, this is a $400 piece of equipment. I'm not just going to leave it here. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, things happen when you don't have cameras on. Yeah. I'm like, all right, I I trust that there's no Bigfoot or alligators or anything in here that's going (laughs) to eat me. You guys wait in the car. I'm going to run in and get it. 
So I started going in, and this is probably 150 feet or more off trail of where that trail camera was, and then it's probably more than 500 feet in. I mean, it's it's okay. it's quite a ways that I had to go back in where I could have lost this thing. Uh-huh. And I'm like, uh, this is you know the chances of me finding this, I don't know. So I went in. And I'm walking down the main trail, and I turned, and there's a, a log on the ground with, like, a hole in it. And in that hole is this, and this is November, remember, so okay. it's, it's pretty cold. Yeah. There's, a like, the size of a marble, a glowing marble. Okay. Eye, marble, yeah. I don't know what it was. And it's just one. And um, I can't remember offhand, we'll, we'll say it this way, like, it was, it was green. Okay. Like, green glowing, and I thought, okay, maybe my FLIR is still on, oh. and I dropped it, and nope. That's not it. It's it's at the top of this log, huh. like at the top of the hole of it, and I'm looking at it, and um, it changed to yellow. Oh. I, I don't remember. Wow. It, it changed one way to the other. Yeah. I don't okay. remember for uh-huh. sure, yeah, but yeah. it was one color, and it changed to another color. I'm like, what the heck is this oh thing? Is it a bug? Because it's November, mm-hmm. and um, I was shining my flashlight on it, trying to get a better look at it, and I'm, I'm probably like 10, 15 feet away from it, so I can't really see what it is, but it's glowing that yeah. I can see. And uh, I finally, something made a noise or something. I don't remember because I don't have a camera. I don't remember this now. Yeah. I looked away, looked back. It's gone. Okay. And I looked down and my thermal imager was laying on the ground, not five feet away. Oh. Oh, my Like the little fairy took it and was messing with you. It got mad at me. And it's like, all right, here's your thing. Get out. Here's your toy. Get back out. But I I probably never would have seen the thermal imager laying on the ground right there. if That little glowing orb hadn't caught my attention. Wow. So, and I've gone back um, after that to look for that log again and see, I can't even find the log. Yeah. So (laughs) I don't know where that went either. That's such a common thing I hear about the the fey folk is they'll replace things. Like, Mm -hmm. I know we did an interview a couple weeks ago. It'll air, I shouldn't say a couple weeks, a couple hours ago that it's going <laughs> to air in a couple of weeks. But when we were talking to someone about the same thing and how when the Fae folk have a, usually if you disappear, they've even known to take children and replace the children with logs or rolls of grass. And the parents, they look at that log and then they say, oh, that's my kid. And it's it's so interesting to me. You know? and there's a lot of lore. Mm-hmm. Looking at that fairy stuff, I mean, even even Bigfoot and stuff is is in the fae realm, yeah. supposedly. Um, there's a lore of a lot of people that see Bigfoot see a woman in white. Oh, really? Have you heard that? Or? Yeah, I, I prefer now that I think the, about um, that. The Ape Canyon story, Yeah, they they ran into a woman in white, uh-huh. and then they went out prospecting, they found the cabin, shot the Bigfoot, etc., but they ran into this woman dressed all in white in the middle of the woods. And that's supposedly true. Yeah. But you don't hear it in all the stories because it just doesn't fit, you know, people's mm-hmm. perspective of Bigfoot. Well, if you look at the Fae lore, there is a woman, like an old hag or something, you know, the, the woman of the woods dressed all in white. Yeah. And she travels with a large hairy man mm-hmm. and these candelas or balls of light. Yeah. Which would I be totally the, the orbs in the woods and stuff. Yeah. And that's why, like, that's the whole point of our team is because, you know, each one of us can focus on certain areas. And then when we come together, it's like, oh, you know this? Well, this is what I found. And, you know, and it works. It helps the whole situation because mm-hmm. we can make those connections. Yeah. There's a lot of connections between Bigfoot abductions, fairy abductions, and alien abductions. Yeah. And you look at all of those mm-hmm. things together, there's so many similar similarities, too. Yeah. So. Yeah, and like that, people, 
think that the world of the paranormal is just either ghosts or Bigfoot. Big, it's everything. It's so many, so much more than mm-hmm. that, for sure. And it all mixes, and people have those instances where they see. I even heard a story where this woman was driving down the street, and all of a sudden, this Bigfoot comes running out of the woods, and it stops and looks at her and makes makes the look like run human run and he runs off in the woods and not a second later a blue orb came out of the woods and went past <laughs> like it was chasing bigfoot yeah. <laughs> or he was pulling it along with him it could have been yeah that was his balloon on a string yeah. right ball lightning right yeah <laughs> but it's just you open yourself up to so much stuff when you start digging into this yeah mm-hmm. i started researching bigfoot and i ended up researching uh quantum mechanics yeah and quantum theory and i i never never in my life did i think i would be able to explain string theory yeah and now it's like well yeah that has everything to do with mm-hmm. bigfoot you know right. it's all vibrations <laughs> yeah, and more string vibrate yeah yeah grow together and make a bigfoot yeah, yeah. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> something like that <laughs> yeah it's just i that's one thing i love about coming to these conventions that we're at and mm-hmm. how we're always the last ones here because we you know because we talk to the vendors like yourselves yeah, mm-hmm. and you guys are always stories. so busy mm-hmm. and we're always the last out of here but it's because we can hear so many different stories and meet so many people and get different perspectives on everything and mm-hmm. you know what's interesting about today is how many people that we have talked to independently and they've all mentioned quantum yeah the yeah. word quantum it's yeah. like the theme of the day today. It's yeah. so interesting. <laughs> yeah. Synchronicities. Right. It is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It is just like. There's no coincidence. I know. <laughs> I, I'm geeking out on it, but just like Brian Vanderark walking through here. Yeah. A guy I haven't seen in years, and he's doing a show in in Ann Arbor tonight, and it's just freaks out. You know. <laughs> All right. But yeah, synchronicities is another big thing about Bigfoot. We could go on for hours about that. Mm-hmm. You know and. We did a whole episode on it. Did you? Yeah. Well, what about? It? <laughs> oh well, um, the the first okay. So I explained how we did um, met uh, Craig Salk at the Hayden Adventure. Yeah. And uh, we we started the group and everything. And I said, okay, he doesn't let people come out there and investigate. He had yeah. a bad bad experience with people on his property staying overnight and stuff. So I said, hey, look, <laughs> I'm hitting the mic again. Yeah. We're professional. Yeah. You know, here's our episode. Watch it. You know, this is what we want to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had this big van I built. It has security cameras all around it. It has 360 lighting, all this stuff. If you watch our show, it's in the episodes. Yeah. And I said, we want to come out and investigate. Mm-hmm. He goes, okay, you can come out for Memorial Day weekend. That's it. Yeah. And it, it turned into a, a, a really nice friendship with him. And we were out there every weekend since and, and all that. But um, we went out there and we started hearing these owl calls oh yeah and they're not owls yeah there are owls on his property Mm -hmm. but then there's things that aren't owls Mm -hmm. and uh, he has this really tall stick structure on the property Uh, it's about 12 feet tall massive really impressive uh, biggest one that I've seen personally yeah and the final day that we're out there on Sunday we are um, we're walking around the property and we're recording just like little uh, wrap-up videos to use on the episode. You know, okay, yeah, we did this. We left apples here, you know, we did this, you mm-hmm. know. And we got to the large stick structure and there is a baby owl sitting on the stick structure. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. So now 
we go to leave. We go to get in the van and everything and leave. The van uh, breaks down. We didn't get to take the van. Okay. So we called somebody to come get us uh, with a truck and trailer. The trailer has an issue on the way down there. <laughs> the guy's truck has a problem. He has to turn around and go back. Oh, jeez. My, my mom tried to take some of us home in her car because she came separate. Put in the GPS. The GPS wouldn't let her out of Upper Michigan. Oh, it really? kept telling her, turn around, you missed your turn, whatever. Wouldn't let her out. So finally, we all got out of there, left the van up at Hyden, came back the next day, which would be Memorial Day Monday. Mm-hmm. And uh, we went back out on the property to check our bait, our apples, you know, stuff mm-hmm. like that. And uh, he came to this one, uh, Craig took us back out there, and he's showing us uh, certain areas. And he has shooting lanes on his property because he was a hunter. That's why he had the trail cam and all yeah. that to begin with. And there's this one shooting lane, and he goes, now look at this. This is nice and clear, except for this one branch that's bent over like they're trying to block it. Yeah. Ah. And in that branch is one baby owl feather. Really? And it is way on the other side of the property from the little baby owl that we saw. So this whole episode is about, I mean, it was, it was supposed to be about Bigfoot. Yeah. But it turned out to be all this owl stuff mm-hmm. that was like... Like Bigfoot's making these owl calls, but no, no, here's a baby owl. See, it's on the thing. Yeah, yeah. And oh, look, there's an owl feather over here. That wasn't me, you know? <laughs> right. And it just was too weird to be anything but weird. Yeah. yeah. It, it just didn't add up. And yeah, it was, a, it was a cool episode. But since then, we've got footprints and, and yeah. owls and all kinds of stuff up there. But the whole first episode we did it on was just this owl synchronicity episode. And, oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Uh, Do you collect casts? I, I, I started, yeah, I, I have a few of my own. We got mm-hmm. one at Hyden, and I actually have a handprint cast from an investigation we did up in Rhinelander, Wisconsin. And uh, we, yeah, we went up to Rhinelander, yeah. and we, we got this handprint. Have you heard, I heard the this thing where, you know, that shirt, or is it Flex Seal? That you, okay. yep. you spray out of a can, mm-hmm. and it turns into rubber? Mm-hmm. I actually heard that people are starting to use that to make casts. I don't know how it works. I don't know if it destroys the cast, what, but it basically turns into rubber anyways. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'm like, that might be a good idea because you're not actually physically touching it like when you pour the cast and everything. Mm-hmm. I just, and it, I don't know. I don't it know anybody. It cures faster is what it is because yeah. like a plaster cast could take hours, yeah. days to cure. And if it's too wet, it won't harden. And right. mm-hmm. I've also heard if you use uh, great stuff, the gap filling spray uh, can oh, yeah. in snow, uh, that because you can't put like plaster of Paris or something in yeah. snow, you can put uh, great stuff in this. And I haven't oh. tried it, so don't uh, yeah, you know, practice such, on it first. But it, yeah, I was gonna say it's yeah. such a hard thing because you don't want to do it unless you know it's not gonna destroy the print right. on a right. real print. Mm-hmm. Definitely so, practice with it. But yeah, I haven't had a chance. Find one of your big friends and yeah. tell yeah. them walk around walk barefoot around. in the woods. <laughs> <laughs> But anyways, so really, we want to thank you so much for coming on. Yeah, no problem. I really um, appreciate it. If anybody wants to check out your stuff, just go to www.wisconsincaps.com. All the stuff is there. Is there any way else that they can check out your stuff? What is What was your YouTube channel? I forgot about YouTube that. YouTube is... Um I think it's Caps Wisconsin okay. or Wisconsin Caps. It's okay. depending where it was. It their names were already taken and stuff, but okay. it's, it's some combination of C A P S okay. and Wisconsin, either spelled out or abbreviated W I. Okay, cool. Great. 
Well, thank you so much for and good luck in, in all your research. Let us you. know whatever you capture. Put Sounds it on our good. Facebook page. <laughs> yeah. And once again, we thank everybody for listening. And get up on our Facebook page, or get up on our Facebook page. Get up on our website. Buy some T-shirts. And everybody have a great weekend. Let's play a little bit of War from Dead Empire. All right, everybody. Take care. Have a great week. Bye-bye. This is the